sixth episode of Hindu Muslim Hi Hi, uh, presented by Gada Radio. This month's topic is hate speech. And before we like jump into it, because it's a heavy, heavy, heavy subject. Um, Miraj, what's been up? You've been sketching. How's that going? Uh, it's the same problem. I start with very a lot of enthusiasm and everything. So I went up to learning how to draw in perspective. But then things changed at my work and my, in my research, we got some new data. And so I am now learning coding. <laughs> because that is what <laughs> Wait, what language are you using? What language are you using in coding? So I Python. start, I yeah, I tried to, I first tried to work on R, but R did not really come naturally to me. So then I started working with Python. Achha. So and how's Python going? It is not, you know what, coding is very addictive. I remember from my college days when I first started learning coding, more of a hobby because I did not really needed coding at the time. I studied biology. Right. So now I need coding to really solve a scientific problem. So now I'm going back to coding and I forgot how addictive that can become. Wow. So bio- biologist is doing coding. I mean, if you are dealing with any respectably large data set, you have to learn coding. Excel does just can't cut. Nothing. No. <laughs> my my Excel. husband always says you you should like everybody should learn coding, but he's a code monkey, so I'm not going to listen to him. But okay. I mean, he is a professional. <laughs> he he does that professionally. He is in a totally different league. But I'm learning just because I have to. You have been traveling yeah. a lot. How, how is that going? Oh, my God. So I went I went all over. Uh, where, how much time do we have? <laughs> um, <laughs> Not much. <laughs> but uh, anyway. I did what? I did Pittsburgh. I went, I did a movie in Syracuse, New York. That's where we shot. That's where we recorded some of our episodes right. too, in Syracuse. Ones, yes. Yeah, and then I went to Miami, which was Oof. awesome. Uh, I've never been to Florida before, so this was fun. So all that was uh, part of your work or was some of it vacation? Nay, nay, no, no, not everything. Pittsburgh was fun. Miami was fun. Syracuse in the middle was work. Okay. So. Coming yeah, back to the... To uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's too much filmmaking going on. I feel like this is becoming a podcast on like, what do Movie I do making. for a living? <laughs> Yes. Um, so we are going to talk about hate speech today. Right. Uh, it has been around since humans have been around and been able to communicate with each other. There is love. There is hate. There's hate speech. <laughs> so, um, there is love. There political is groups there is have. Sorry for the bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, dude. Oh, that movie was really good. If if listener if our listeners have not watched it, you remember there was a movie called Love, Sex, or Dhoka. Huh. I think it was Dibakar Banerjee. I, I'm not sure. I don't I don't I don't remember. I was obsessed with the theme song, like Love Sex or Dhoka, baby love sex. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I think the beats were good. But anyway. Anyway, coming back to hate speech and political groups have used it to, you know, uh make divisive speeches and like, you know, try to get vote banks from religious minorities and majorities 
if you polarize a group enough be like yeah nationalism let's vote for bjp or let's vote for trump i'm surprised <laughs> that we so, talk so highly of love and compassion and humanity but the strength that hate has to put people together to band people together it's sometimes mind boggling how how that happens i think it's it's like the desperation like we were talking about i think i don't know if it was in the podcast or on a separate chat but the desperation of people being unemployed they are so helpless that they are like okay i guess because this guy has a job right why does he get a job right and if someone else stokes it like oh you know you are in a predicament not because of a capitalist ambani who's taking our resources it's because of your neighbor that you know he's also trying to survive but he's got a better car than you then it's easier to believe that than i think it's also more intuitive to feel that there is somebody who you can really see and feel and 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 blame you know yes. talking about all those abstract ideas about capitalism and how the how the yeah. resources like, work and all those theories right. it's hard to to grasp all of that to 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 teach people to tell them what exactly is the problem and how the big system is working how the money is flowing how the capital is flowing that also becomes an elitist at some point <laughs> like we, like us like, like us like yeah, us yeah, like like us we are not talking in a language that everybody can understand yeah like we should be eventually doing this in well i guess hindi at some point my hindi is bad but we can figure it out my hindi is also not uh, shuddh but i think hate uh, speech also sounds know, more okay, powerful okay. in hindi uh, it does <laughs> you're right it does coming back to oh by i do want to tell the readers that obviously hate speech is illegal in india um i'm going to read from this article from al jazeera Uh, but promoting enmity between different groups on grounds of religion, race, place of birth, language, etc., is a criminal offense, according to the Indian Penal Code. But uh, yes, so it is illegal. Yes, <laughs> it's not legal. That's the problem. It's I- illegal, but people get away with but it. But people get away with And it. And so you have a legal system that doesn't really does work. what it is supposed to do. And at the end, you get desperate people hating each other. Yes, and that hate becomes hate speeches. The hate speeches then turns into violence. The worst part is that hate speech being used by powerful people. In two thousand fourteen, Amit Amit Shah was, for a brief period of time before two thousand fourteen uh, general elections, election commission. Before Amit Shah is what Amit Shah yeah. is now. <laughs> Actually, Amit Shah was Amit Shah before that when he was uh, Home Minister of Gujarat. I mean, he had a reputation before that. even before right. he became right i i meant in terms of the power not not in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah 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 i mean yeah the testing ground was already gujarat and he was banned by the election commission after calling for revenge and to teach lesson to people who he said had committed injustice in the riot hit muzaffarnagar district of um, northern uttar pradesh state this is uttar pradesh is one of the most volatile states where a lot of hate speech happens every year india the home affairs uh, ministry releases this uh, crime report on india 
it takes all categories thefts uh, kidnappings homicides everything and it gives a whole report and nowadays it's getting delayed in 2019 it was delayed in 2017 it was delayed there was some data missing i mean the data had obviously attacks by left wing extremists but not religious based crimes or violence against journalists so it feels like the government is you know bearing news like it always does there are obviously spikes since the bjp came into power like mm. from 2015 to 18 44 people were killed by cow protection groups because obviously cows are sacred in hinduism so they've used that as an agenda like a lot of us already know and so people have been people have been accused of storing beef because beef got banned and they've been killed So a cow is more sacred than a human life. Is that what they're trying to say? Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, that's 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 pretty simple. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> <laughs> so it it is it's mind boggling, and this data covering, burying data is not something which is new. Governments do that. The scary part is the impunity with which it is happening. Initially, if government would be right. accused of doing that, government would come up with some sort of explanation or something to to kind right. of pacify that. Now the government doesn't give a fuck. That yeah. is a hallmark of totalitarianism, or a, right. or a way to totalitarianism, where the government becomes the absolute word in public right. opinion, policies, government officials, media houses. Right. None none of that matters. Data doesn't matter. So, Correct. Yeah, I mean, speaking of which, I think Hindustan Times in two thousand fourteen tried to report like hate crimes, and they got shut down. If uh, you follow the Wire's uh, Instagram, every now and then they post this statistic of how much they have raised to run the Wire and how much they have been slapped in terms of uh, defamation cases. Anyway, coming back to the yeah. hate speech problem, there has been several hate speeches. Kapil Mishra, Anurag Thakur, Suraj Palamu. These are some some of the few names. I, I can even say that um, hate speech is not something which is which these people, Amit Shah, Modi, mm-hmm. Sadhvi mm-hmm. Pragya. These are. But like Modi stalwarts. is smart about it. He's he says things like he's at least a little like subtle. Says that. तुम पहचान सकते हो यू कैन आइडेंटिफाई दम बट नॉट सेंग दम दीज गाइज लाइक विच वी मैंशन लाइक कपिल मिश्रा एंड अनुराग माथुर सॉरी अनुराग ठाकुर आई मीन अनुराग ठाकुर इज अ यूनियन मिनिस्टर दैट टाइम वेन ही सेट लाइक यू नो गोली मारो सालों को वेन ही सेट यू नो किल दैम एंड ही लिटली कॉल्स फॉर द किलिंग ऑफ मुस्लिम एंड देन दिस वॉज लाइक वन मंथ बिफोर द डेली प्रोग्राम Like it's insane. Like they get away with shit like this. Like uh, Kapil Mishra is like, oh, we'll take to the streets, and the policeman is right next to him. Right. Um. You know. He we'll he is giving openly. Listen, right. Yeah. Open He's threat. Like openly inciting violence. Right. And then the Delhi pogrom happens, and then later on, Kapil Mishra is still there. There is no no consequence of that. And it's it's weird because he was like an AAP MLA before that. He was right. Correct. Yeah, he was in AAP, and, and then from like, there he he moved to better pastures. You know, he wouldn't have yeah, got what mind. he got in BJP from AAP. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Like, there's so much. Um, 
there's so much hate violence and people don't seem to it just i guess it depends on who's making the hate speech that right. the consequences uh, differ yeah. right um like even this uh, suraj pal amu i was like reading about him and he is from bjp's haryana unit right and he basically said things like we will cut their mustaches we'll cut their throats i mean sorry they cut their mustaches so we will cut their throats i mean what the fuck <laughs> and and you know the people and, who and are, will, right sorry, huh, no go ahead and no, the no, people go, go. who suffer are the people like stan swami who have been fighting for more than 30 years for the rights of people who are marginalized and you see right. the difference of how open hate speech is being treated somebody who openly incites violence is being treated and somebody like stan swami who is being treated without any any right. legal basis right so i mean yeah um there's a lot like there's a lot going on where you can see i mean if you if you just read the news you can see what's happening i think most people should but still because it's not harming like the hindus or like the middle class hindus they're not saying anything i think covid was that breaker where everybody was dying equally or well almost equally yeah. that people were like oh he's not he's not who he is you know modi apparently uh yeah, they should for- have totally just put like his photo on the death certificates of people who died from covid i swear <laughs> I mean, no, he's, he's so narcissistic. He, his photo <laughs> he is put it on, on the, the vaccine. vaccine. He's not a scientist, idiot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Modi ji. You're not an idiot in case you're listening to my conversation here. <laughs> Don't deport me. <laughs> From US to India. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The other way around. When I, oh, shit. <laughs> anyway. Guys, I'm high. That's yeah, the confession. Out, out of our mind. Anyway, so speak of Stan Swami. Um Oh, okay, we should move on to our next um section though where we talk about Stan Swami, which is right. joint effort. Which is which is joint effort where where we talk about some of the activism that that the people in the diaspora are doing. But this podcast I specifically wanted to talk a little bit about Stan Swami. He died due to complications that Uh, and in the absence of proper medical treatment while he was in jail and this is a very right. very sad reality of where india is headed to there was a point and he was 83 years old when he was arrested he died when he was 84 he lived this whole one year all through the pandemic and everything in jail bombay high court had to intervene to get him basic treatment basic medical facility to put him on ventilator right. when his condition deteriorated and due to which he right. eventually died and he had alzheimers also he had alzheimers yeah. he was not able to able to eat properly we so, should we should tell them under which famous act was he arrested oh we, we have talked talk about, about this famous act uapa <laughs> unlawful activities prevention act i don't know arresting 83 year old who is already suffering from disease what kind of unlawful activity he was and planning to do for yeah. which it had to be prevented 
how do they know that law is just stupid yeah in his video he also said that in his statement that this is not something unique to him this has been a very pervasive phenomenon which is all across the country that activists uh, scientists authors influencers whoever is talking against the government or is critical of the government is being treated like that and in right. the statement he also said that so he was arrested by the national investigative agency uh, nia uh for violence in bhima koregaon and then he it was said that whatever the violence happened in bhima koregaon happened because of the elgar parishad that happened a month before and then because of the involvement of the maoists in that and stan somi refuted that statement right i don't want to get into too much about the bhima koregaon case but it's a case where 16 people were implicated because there was like a whole uh, procession and a rally which was held by dalits in pune and on the 200th anniversary of this battle it was a celebration there was a rally there were people all of these dalit leaders were speaking and then the hindutva group came in and started inciting violence also there right. correct right that's the modus operandi right it is yeah you're like so you find yeah, like, you oh, hindu goons right yeah you incited violence first information report was registered against these people who incited violence and then a few days later there was another fir which was then filed to link what happened in bhima koregaon to the elgar parishad using maoist activities as a front then i then started arresting people in this and i think like i was i was hearing in his interview and stan swami's interview and he said i was not even in pune Yeah. And the way they got him was like I think Sudha uh, Sudha Bhardwaj, right? One right. of the accused in the Bhima Koregaon. So Sudha Bhardwaj had um, had I think some email communication with Stan Swami. I see. And then that's how like they indicted him, saying that oh you you know it's, you're on you're in this. It's totally insane. It's so bizarre. Yeah, it's like ridiculous and. crazy and also something which is not surprising <laughs> again speaking of this bhima koregaon case there are reports that there were documents implanted in the in their laptop yes in the system yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, like i think rona wilson was the right. uh, he sent his laptop to a forensic place in the us i think it was boston right and they discovered that there was a trojan virus that you that was used to implant to a few documents in his laptop right yeah In over a period of two years or something, like it was like two years, the government planted shit on his laptop. This is this is not a film. This yeah, is yeah, actually- <laughs> this is this is not even going against against civilian activists. This is high level espionage. <laughs> crazy, it's crazy. This is Watergate, and it's not even getting the attention of right. anything. Like it's my god. And speaking of these things, <laughs> should uh, we this- talk about? Pegasus now. Pegasus is this international. So there was an international consortium of media organizations. They came together to unearth a sweeping surveillance effort by governments in forty countries using a spyware Pegasus, which is developed by an Israeli company, which is called NSO, NSO. Group. And on the India part of this story, the wire was the the media um, organization. and this project reveals high profile names including journalists influencers op- opposition party leaders rahul gandhi even politicians right. of the ruling party 
who are in the ruling party and government officials who served Modi government, their name showing up on the list of these of this document. And the wire is coming I mean, out. They, you have to. T- so basically, their name was on a list of um, people that are getting uh, surveilled by the government, right? Yeah. So. If you are, I guess, if you are a person of interest, then you can potentially be uh, followed. So, I mean, the Pegasus pro- uh, project was for national security, right? Right. It was intended for like ha- this. Yeah, that is the claim was that the software is in the interest of national security, and if there's a terrorist attack or anything, right? But they're basically one of the major, like they they're like surveilling Rahul Gandhi and opposition and people right. that journalists that are writing against them i like how more clear do you want it to be guys <laughs> i mean the thing that actually worries me most is that the kind of risk that we are dealing with when the government is completely unfazed by this involvement of a foreign agency in matters of domestic uh, politics you know that is when right. all you matter is winning elections and staying in power सवाल कुर्सी का यस ओह माय गॉड एनीवे सो आई थिंक आई थिंक वी शुड स्टॉप वी आर वेल वी कवर्ड हेट स्पीच यू नो वेयर वी स्टैंड स्प्रेड लव शेयर अ जॉइंट एंड यू कैन लिव इन हार्मनी विद ईच अदर बट वी कांट रियली लाइक ईच अदर इन अ इन अ कंट्री एज कंपेयर बट वी डोंट रियली हैव टू हेट ईच अदर and there should be some way of dealing with hate speech right we need the judiciary to you know stand up for the people and not for the powerful yeah. and that's a big ask from what we've been seeing with the supreme court and right just at least when you have people who are on record making hate speeches and as a consequence violence has happened at least in that case because there is a precedence to set there is a cause and effect relationship that can be established if you don't work even in that bizarre cases then i don't really think that the society can work it's complete failure anyway on this right. very sad note <laughs> i want to say thank you very much for listening <laughs> and um yeah thanks thank you thank you everyone for listening um Uh, today I'll say our social media handles. Uh, subscribe and like. Um, and our social media is the Gadar. That is T H E underscore G H A D A R. Um, did I mess that up? No. No. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. Yay. <laughs> um. So yes, please follow us, like and subscribe. Uh, we are on YouTube as well, and hopefully, you know. you're all loving and kind to each other in the next coming days and not making and, hate speeches yeah. at least not on social speeches. media don't post nasty oh my god please. let's not let's not go to social media <laughs> <laughs> next episode is uh, culture kush it's the same theme hate speech and we will be talking about uh, the movie feels good man um it's a 2020 documentary that was at sundance and uh, yeah i don't want to talk about more about it you guys should uh, see the documentary before um, hearing our episode so thank you and we'll see you next